Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another podcast, another episode of EGOs. Today, I have a really special guest, uh, actually a friend from my undergrad. Her name is Kelsey Hughes, and she is CEO of Wind River Resources. Hi, Kelsey. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Rochelle. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to meet with me today. It's really nice uh, catching up with you. I haven't seen you face to face in probably like, I don't know, maybe a decade. I can't even remember the last time we saw each other. (laughs) Maybe PSA 2008-ish around there maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really good to see you and thank you so much for agreeing to come on and chat with people about uh, your career from geology into the solar business, which is booming and it's amazing. Amazing. It's a really exciting time to be uh, kind of working on the energy transition. Yeah. Cool. So just to give our um, listeners a little bit more uh, information about you and who you are and your background, mm-hmm. why don't we start off with uh, where you're from? So where did you grow up? And then while you were growing up, what or who influenced you the most? Well, uh, I actually, I grew up in Illinois and then moved to Wisconsin, uh, where my whole family was. Uh, And uh, I was always kind of that kid that really liked to be outdoors, very nature oriented, uh, and found out, I think probably about the age of 15, that you could actually professionally look at rocks and basically get to uh, work with rocks on a daily basis. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, I was always that kid putting rocks in my pockets, having rock collections and fossils. Uh, so probably around, you know, you know, high school age, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a geologist. This is the thing I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So when my family moved to Wisconsin, I uh, started in the UW system uh, as and went to a uh, two-year campus um, in Richland Center mm-hmm. and got my associates in science and then transferred to Oshkosh, uh, where we met. Mm-hmm. Uh We were in the same year together, and um, uh, so from there, I I worked on um, doing research in in undergrad. Um, You and I went on lots of fantastic field trips together, went to Mm -hmm. field camp together, Um, and so that that really springboarded me into, um, you know, I'm definitely pursuing geology uh, as, as a career, and then ended up going to the University of Missouri for a master's program mm-hmm. uh, and focused in on specifically uh, paleoclimate work. Sure. So I, my background is really in, um, you know, greenhouse gases, mm-hmm. uh, looking at uh, climate change through time. Um, and then incidentally, um, ended up getting into a career in the oil and gas industry as a geologist uh, and was in that field for approximately 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you were always based out of Oklahoma during that ten years. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so once I left uh, Mizzou, uh, I came to Tulsa. So mm-hmm. I've been working in the Tulsa oil and gas industry um, that entire time. You know, there were lots of lots of changes in the the Tulsa market. I think just like like all the oil and gas towns, you know, we've seen lots of companies come and go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was basically uh, able to work for a number of companies and gain an incredible insight and meet lots of really influential uh, people and professionals in my life. So mm-hmm. um, this, this particular town, I think, is really unique in that it has such a 
a longstanding history as an energy hub. Mm -hmm. Um, And Tulsa is unfortunately kind of seeing this, um, seeing kind of a a drain on on that that history uh, with so many oil and gas companies going bankrupt, uh, moving their business units to Houston um, or other cities. And we're kind of seeing um, an, an interesting space mm-hmm. open within the city uh, for uh, other industries. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing about that. So um, going back a little way, so I remember, so we went to field camp together and then you had mm-hmm. left and then you went to do graduate school and that's when you went yeah. to Mizzou. And then from there you uh what companies did you work for can you give us a little bit more detail about yeah. like, your specific career path that then led you to where you are today in the solar industry yeah. absolutely i um so when i was at mizzou um i i finished my my master's in doing paleo climate work mm-hmm. and ended up deciding i was like you know um uh, i have a unique opportunity maybe i'll stick around for a phd for a little bit mm-hmm. so there uh, working on a PhD for about a year mm-hmm. and got an internship with Newfield, okay. um, which is, you know, of course now um, is, gosh, is it in Canada now? What is, whatever their company is, mm-hmm. I think, but it, it completely, that no longer exists yes. as that entity. But um, mm-hmm. so I was able to, to come to Tulsa, I think in probably gosh, like 2010, maybe. Okay. Um, an intern, um, and I was actually really surprised at how exciting the work was, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I think coming, you know, out of many years in academia, it kind of shocked me. It was like, you can start a project, and then there's an end date. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's some sort of finality. So yeah. <laughs> I, found, I found it very rewarding as, like, that perpetual researcher where nothing ever feels done. Yep. Um, so, so I did really enjoy that, and it was very fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're dealing with some, you know, pretty big decisions that can affect hundreds of people within your own company, mm-hmm. um, and boy, hundreds of other people, um, just based on on the work that you do. So, that was really very attractive to mm-hmm. me. So, so from there, uh, I ended up going back to Mizzou, and was like, okay, now I'm going to finish this PhD. Um, and then uh, I got another internship offer to come back to uh, Newfield's Denver unit, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Nope, this is it. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta stop the PhD. I really, I'm getting a lot of fulfillment from um, working on projects and being able to kind of complete them yes. and being able to really apply uh, a broad scope of our you know, geologic background. Sure, we, um, you know, we're able to to learn. Mostly at Oshkosh, a lot of it, a lot of that really foundational work um, was from the department that we were in. Yeah. Um, and uh, so from there, uh, I ended up um, coming back, wrapping up my my time at Mizzou. Um, I did some, uh, I got a graduate minor in uh, college science teaching. Uh, so, so for like that last year that I was there, that last semester, um, I was able to kind of focus on you know transitioning out of academia and um, and then also kind of like building up um, a science based education mm-hmm. background. Well, so I did um, I, I took over instruction for um, paleontology from my advisor while he was on sabbatical. Oh, good. Really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, 
So fortunately, I was actually able to kind of come back to that um, in my oil and gas career when I had, you know, uh, interns for, you know, for the summers and was able to kind of like, oh, yeah, this feels familiar. I can work on this mentoring and this instruction um, background that I have. Uh, so I, I definitely was, you know, fortunate that I got got to utilize that. A bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but within, um, you know, coming back, I ended up getting a, a job, a full-time job in Tulsa for uh, Samson Resources at the time. Cool. And um, and so I was there and worked in the new ventures business unit, mm-hmm. which was my absolute favorite. I yeah. had incredibly supportive um, and progressively minded uh, mentors and managers, mm-hmm. and we did some really really fantastic science. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think probably I liked it in in the sense that it, it kind of aligned and married a lot of the like. The academic research that I liked um, was sort of the like we're going to complete a project goal of working in oil and gas. Absolutely, so, I agree with yeah. you. One hundred. My favorite role was New Ventures for that exact same reason. It was yes. like everyone was nice to each other, and it was nurturing, yeah. and it was progressive. And yeah, yes. I had a very similar experience. I that, yeah. I'm glad you had that. <laughs> yeah, it was very very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that that was. That time um, was absolutely my favorite time that I spent in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and uh, so I, I definitely feel like as I progressed and went through, went to different companies, I worked for um, Apache, okay. uh, which has since closed its Tulsa business unit. Uh, I worked for a very small, um, privately owned company uh, for about 10 months. Um, and then also uh, then ended up going to a private equity firm where I was most recently from, um, uh, so I was at uh, Staghorn uh, mm. Energy, and so we uh, there, you know, it was very, very much a, a mindset of wanting to, you know, acquire properties to then like flip and then sell them. Yeah. Um, so, so incidentally, you know, that business model um, hasn't really been able to work very successfully since. The, the long stretch of downturns that we've had since, mm-hmm. you know, about 2015. So, yeah. so the market has changed so considerably um, that it unfortunately hasn't really allowed for kind of getting back to that development that I was able to find at um, my job in New Ventures. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I really didn't have the opportunities to kind of apply and do the work that I knew that I excelled at. Yeah. Um, so, so I definitely, definitely missed that type of work and mm-hmm. that those opportunities um, to kind of like facilitate leadership roles as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So then um, as you were, so you started uh, this business with some colleagues and right. you actually started right before the pandemic. So you just hit it in like the <laughs> best timing. So can you tell us how you shifted out of, um, like the equity into solar. Right. So, so now that we kind of have like set the stage where, you know, things have, have maybe not gone so well in Tulsa Mm -hmm. in the gas market. Um, but, uh, fortunately I was, I was at a position, um, at the time where I was continuously employed, which was very shocking. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> everyone else that I knew, I felt like everyone was going through layoffs and having periods of unemployment and transitioning and pivoting since about 2015. So, yeah. um, my, my own company at the time, uh, about a year ago, uh, went through a round of layoffs and I, I think I very narrowly kept my position. Um, but it was, it was kind of like the, the last dip in the roller coaster I was really kind of willing to stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know, I, I would really, if I'm going to be working this hard and go through this much stress, um, and face this amount of uncertainty, uh, I would really like to kind of be in charge of my own destiny. Yeah. Uh, so I, um, have a, a very close colleague of mine. Um, we actually went to uh, Mizzou together mm-hmm. um, as graduate students. And we, we actually, uh, we worked for a number of the same oil and gas companies here in Tulsa. So um, our, our two families, we live here in the Tulsa area. And uh, I was like, hey, you know, uh, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm, I feel like we need to do something. Like we, we need to be thinking about the future because I don't think this is going to get us to retirement. Mm-hmm. So, so like, let, let, let's think about that. Um, and he's like, actually, uh, a buddy of mine um, who I actually, we all three of us actually worked at Apache uh, at the same time for a while. Um, and we're all graduates of um, the University of Missouri system in some form or fashion. Um, he's like, my buddy, when he left Apache, uh, got into the renewables in Missouri. And so he started working in solar and he thinks that there's, uh, an opportunity for, uh, you know, starting a company. I was like, Oh, sign me up, man. This sounds really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so we talked about it for a few months, uh, you know, all three of us met together. So, uh, Travis Fultz, Drew Thomas, and myself, we all kind of sat down. We're like, all right, here's our ideas. Um, uh, Travis worked uh, for a company that did primarily solar installations. Um, So, which is kind of interesting in that all three of us are geologists. We're all master's level geologists. Mm -hmm. And we're like, what? No, let's start this construction firm. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So um, we all had kind of intentions that like, all right, well, we can start this slow. Like this Mm -hmm. doesn't need to be um, something that we all need to kind of pivot to full time uh, right now or maybe ever, you know, we'll just kind of play it by ear. So so we started the company uh, and like LLC exactly a year ago yesterday. Um, and, uh, so we kind of just kind of slow, slow rolled it for the first few months. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Travis was like, okay, you know what? I'm done. Um, I'm leaving my full-time job. Like it's time for us to start, um, accepting and like bidding on jobs ourselves. Sure. So, so the way that that, that kind of ends up looking like is, um, we decided that our firm was going to specialize in doing solar installations on the commercial and like utility scale. Mm-hmm. So that at the time we were like, you know, residential requires maybe a little too much uh, of a boots on the ground method mm-hmm. in order to get work. And then sure. you also have to consider things of like hiring a master electrician, which is a pretty considerable upfront cost. Yeah. Um, so, so we ended up taking a number of jobs uh, working for uh, Terracon actually, mm-hmm. which you might be familiar with if you're a geologist mm-hmm. that a lot of environmental geologists work for Terracon doing uh, site surveys and remediation work. Cool. And, yeah. Um, Terracon also does a lot of 
uh, work on uh, the permitting um, and testing side for the renewable field. Mm -hmm. Um, So my company, Wind River, um, ended up uh, accepting a number of bids to do uh, testing sites. So basically, we're able to send out a specialty piece of equipment. It's a pile driver um, that its sole purpose is to, it has this massive boom that like rotates up into the air and has a large hammer that is able to then hammer, uh, you know, 14 foot steel I-beams into the ground to the desired depth that then act as that framework to put your your modules and your racking systems on for solar panels. Cool. So, so our, our job is basically to put in some of this very large, heavy infrastructure for the panels. Um, mm-hmm. And then in some jobs, we actually do install the panels themselves as well. Okay. Um, so, so we started um, some of the, with these, some of these smaller jobs uh, and we have basically been working full time in the field, been completely booked. Uh, since June of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it has been, um, it has been completely awesome and like su- very surprising that we were able to kind of pull this off in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. I love it. It's such a good, like, good story. Inspirational. <laughs> Gives people hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's been, it's been really fantastic in that way. Um, in that, uh, you know, Travis has been working full time for us now, um, for getting close to a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I am the most recent partner to be working for Wind River full time. So mm-hmm. I have since exited oil and gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I am now working full time as the, the CEO for Wind River. And, um, uh, it's just, it's been a really exciting, fast paced change of career. It's mm-hmm. been phenomenal. Yeah. So could you tell me more? Uh, we had been talking a little bit earlier about how uh, the solar industry is providing jobs for yes. um, maybe entry level people who may mm-hmm. or may not have a college edu- education who typically used to work out on the oil rigs and now right. they're actually able to transition their career uh, into the renewable sector. Uh, I was just Absolutely. wondering if you could share with our audience a little bit more about about that and how that sort of landscape has changed, especially in Oklahoma. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So um, because, uh, you know, Drew and I are, you know, very Tulsa-centric geologists, mm-hmm. that, right? Um, and uh, you know, our our experience with with the state is that you know it is very much driven by oil and gas. You mm-hmm. know, the um, the the state economy um, here in Oklahoma crashed hard mm-hmm. uh, after 2015 when um, that downturn occurred. I mean, there, the deficit in the state was pretty mm-hmm. pretty significant. Um, and, you know, so obviously in a, you know, boom and bust cycle, when things are good, they're really, really good. Uh, but when things are bad, it is catastrophic. So, you know, it's, it's a bit distressing to, to live somewhere, um, that is tied to only one industry. I don't care what the industry is. Um, it's, it's hard to justify putting all your eggs in one basket financially. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so the, the thing that I've been very encouraged about with looking at this transition to renewables is that it can be a transition for everyone. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily 
for your, you know, white collar professionals. Um, but that I can't tell you the amount of trucks I see driving around town that, you know, have, you know, proud roughneck stickers on them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's welding trucks everywhere that go out into the field. Um, and I, I'm really, I'm very passionate about keeping people in state and employed if that's where they want to be. Yeah. Uh, so, but there needs to be opportunity. So fortunately, um, you know, a report just came out from the U.S. Labor Department that uh, wind and solar technician jobs, so these are the people that go out and do some of the installations mm-hmm. or um, do a lot of the service work associated with those infrastructures, is that they are the, um, the number one and number three fastest growing job markets in the U.S. right now. So I think that's a, a really fantastic opportunity for some of the um, our uh, field workers that were in oil and gas mm-hmm. that have a job when there's a downturn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's been considerable. So, mm-hmm. so the state has absolutely suffered and I would really love to see, um, more emphasis kind of placed on employing those that, that live here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the, I, apparently, uh, the, um, the unemployment, um, uh, division in, in Oklahoma, they have, uh, a grant that you can actually apply for if you are unemployed, uh, if you are laid off or furloughed oil and gas worker to then um, receive training um, in, uh, in, within the renewable sector. So that's, it's energy is energy mm-hmm. at this point. Infrastructure is infrastructure. And um, while I think maybe some of the complaints is that, you know, oh, well, it doesn't pay as well, maybe in renewables, you're like, well, it's also not in a commodity boomer bus cycle either. Yeah. So you more than likely you will be maintaining your job mm-hmm. long term. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is in terms of sustainability, like just yes. you don't have to deal with the boom and bust. I mean, there's definitely so many positives. It's, yes. Yeah. No, that's Absolutely. good. Mm-hmm. And for for the three of us partners at Wind River, um, I think we've we've seen some of the uh, the pros and cons of, you know, we all have experience of working in oil and gas. Mm-hmm. So we've seen how, how one energy industry operates and we're like, okay, you know, these are the, these are the groups of things that I think were, were really fantastic about it. How can we apply those same principles, um, and benefit structures to our own employees? Mm-hmm. So, you know, our, our company is only a year old, but, uh, fortunately, uh, our financials are that we um, started very lean mm-hmm. um, and kind of was able to maintain that through that initial growth period uh, and get us to the point now where you know we're cash flow positive. We have employees. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at hiring more people. Um, we um, are talking about uh, we're we're working on a structure for developing like a B share program for mm-hmm. our employees to reward them for the incredible hard work that they're doing out in the field. Um, because, you know, I, I don't have a job if they don't have a job. Yeah. So, um, so basically, I, you know, we're, we're looking at trying to create a lot of um, uh, loyalty within the company mm-hmm. um, and to promote from within. Because um, I, I'm not sure if you maybe experienced this 
um, with your own industries too, is that uh, you have to usually leave your company in order to promote. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that was my experience uh, mm-hmm. in oil and gas. We had to leave in, if we wanted to get um, a, uh, a more leadership-oriented position or a more senior position. Um, and I, we really want to c- come back to a model of retention of mm-hmm. value. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good to hear. I, I really love the progressive uh, nature of your business model. I feel mm-hmm. like this is the future. This is what people want. They want healthy work environments with good right. management. Um, you know, people like a sense of care that maybe yes. before was sometimes missing, not always, but definitely missing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I, I think, um, you know, it's the the really exciting part about being a business owner. Uh, I think I can speak for all three of us is that um, we're we're very um, excited about this opportunity to create a progressive and healthy work environment. Mm-hmm. In that we like, oh my gosh, I don't necessarily have to ask someone if this is something I want to implement. Like, I know this is a good idea, so mm-hmm. we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, we value our employees tremendously. So what can we do to help them have a better experience working for our company? And, yeah. like, how can we help them help us? Yeah. So um, I, I think that's that's how you you know you always experience like a brain drain when people leave your company you lose that institutional knowledge mm-hmm. um, and even if it is uh, an employee whose main job is like turning screws on a roof mount job still you're losing those efficiencies if they go to another company absolutely um, you're losing those relationships and so we definitely um, want to help facilitate a really positive progressive work environment. Oh, that's so awesome. I think that you are, you're already successful and you're just headed towards like (laughs) such, so many amazing things. I cannot wait. I'm definitely going to keep watching and yeah. Um, exciting space to be. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. So going back to a little bit more about you specifically, can you mm-hmm. tell our audience um, what your dream job or your role is? Do you feel like you're still building towards your dream or you're kind of living the dream or how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, uh, as we, as we were kind of discussing earlier, it's a, it does kind of change daily, right? <laughs> so uh, depending on how good the day is going, if you want a good bid and you're like, Oh man, we just nailed that. Today mm-hmm. is the dream job. This yeah. is amazing. Um, I, but I think, you know, uh, you know, in this space, working as um, in a leadership position in the energy sector is very, very rewarding. Mm-hmm. And it's in, a, it's in a time and a space where I think is um, really suited to um, new ideas and being able to implement them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at my heart, I am a geologist. Mm-hmm. So if any chance I can get to go outside and mm-hmm. go look at some rocks, go on a hike, take some pictures, that's that's the best day. Yeah. So um, so anything that uh, I mean, I'm very passionate about um, 
public land use and um, public land advocacy. So mm -hmm. in the future, I definitely want to keep exploring that and mm -hmm. how, um, how that can dovetail in a positive way with energy production sure. um, and, and how, um, how that can kind of move forward and what that mix looks like in the future. So I think probably like a dream job or a dream role would be um, working uh, you know, potentially, you know, helping facilitate relationships like within the energy department um, or in looking at public land advocacy and how that fits within the greater energy puzzle. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So who knows? Maybe someday you'll be able to run for governor. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. Or, or like in your state where your phenomenal um, senator is up for um, Department of Interior. Yeah. So that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. So, you never, never know. <laughs> never know. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Um, yeah. So let me see here. Do you have any advice for someone who is currently building their dream? I mean, you seem to have it all figured out and <laughs> just being happy and successful and everything you've done had a really like, um, fruitful, amazing career. What would you say to someone who's maybe um, feeling like they're struggling a bit during the pandemic? Oh, my gosh. Well, if you're struggling before the pandemic, you're definitely struggling in the pandemic. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then also, also um, yeah, I think I think a lot of us when when we can like sit down and maybe we're writing a resume or we're looking and reflecting back on our, our career and our work history, we've all struggled mm -hmm. uh, you know, things have not come easy it's you know there have been so so many sleepless stressful nights mm -hmm. and days and months and years mm -hmm. um that kind of lead into this so um if it, if i guess you know i advice i'd have really is you know don't don't despair there is a season for everything mm -hmm. um and uh a, a really positive thing for me is um, I'm very much a planner. I'm a list maker. Uh, so, you know, if, if I'm thinking that like, okay, I'm, I'm unhappy in my career right now as it stands, you know, what are some actionable things that I can do to either make this situation work for now, or what can I do to help build my new lily pad? Mm -hmm. So, you know, last year at this time, I was thinking, okay, I don't necessarily need to leave oil and gas right now, but there is more than likely um, uh, a chance that I'm going to need this as a backup or, you know, and work on this as a, as a new career to transition to. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, and I did. Uh, so it's, it's absolutely uh, something that, you know, you don't want to necessarily stick your head in the sand. If you're if you're feeling like you're in a bad spot in your career or you're mm -hmm. stuck, um, and just because your boss or your manager or someone isn't listening to you mm -hmm. and you're feeling unfulfilled in your career in that way, is that you have good ideas. Mm -hmm. So work on a space where you can implement them for yourself, mm -hmm. even if that's working on a hobby that you really enjoy, you know, make time and make space for that. Um, and, and then see how, you know, it, do you, where do you find fulfillment? And is that something that you can then pivot to in a new career or a new job? Mm -hmm. um, I think 
uh, you know, we were just talking earlier how there's so much emphasis in that you need to like leave in order to get um, a, a promotion or, um, or to, you know, find a better opportunity. Um, it was terrifying to, to look at like a decade of being in oil and gas. And then prior to that, you know, a decade in academia mm-hmm. um, and go, Oh my gosh, like now what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, this is all life. This is all I've known. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's scary, but, um, at the same time, you know, you're, you're smart. You can, you can learn new tricks. Yeah. Um, and you, you would be surprised at the skill sets that you have now and how they can apply to innumerable opportunities. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I think there's a lot yeah. of people that hopefully are inspired by that. And like, just, you have to maintain your confidence and your positivity yeah. and work hard and just kind of have a little bit of like faith sometimes, I guess that it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sometimes it takes it takes a bit of it takes guts. Absolutely. Yeah. It does take guts. And so I think, you know, I, I know that there have been times in my own career where I didn't have I didn't have that. I didn't have that confidence mm-hmm. to, OK, I I can strike out on my own. Like mm-hmm. I have faith in my skill sets. Um, and I have faith in my, my network of, of people that I know I can pull from either in mentorship capabilities or just as, you know, peer support. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so absolutely. Um, if, if you're in a bad space now, um, do as much as you can for yourself, mm-hmm. put the face mask on yourself first <laughs> and then you can others around you yeah absolutely (laughs) you're actually like the third person to have said that to me now I love it it's so good (laughs) we're apparently just reinforcing the concept (laughs) yeah exactly that's great so before we finish today can you share with our listeners maybe something that you personally do to maintain your success and your happiness oh my goodness um (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so for me, um, I, I get a lot of recharge in, mm-hmm. uh, being outdoors and going on hikes, going on, uh, road trips and, you know, taking, taking photos. And, um, so I think making time for what is important for you, um, and if, if at the time it's not your career, if your career isn't the thing that's giving you any happiness, absolutely work on taking care of yourself at home. Mm-hmm. Um, there are just small things that you can do. If you can watch Netflix while you're in the club soaking after a long day, if, <laughs> if that's something that, um, that gives you amount, any amount of happiness, do that. You absolutely need to take care of yourself because you cannot position yourself for further success if, if you're not in a good space. Mm-hmm. So, um, absolutely, self-care is Huge. paramount. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is really hard. You can say it all day long, but it is really hard to apply. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, been putting in, you know, tremendous number of hours. Uh, my, my husband works for, um, a division of Wind River as well. And he was like, honey, because you're working just so much. And I was like, I know I was like, I'm like forgetting about all the things that I need to do because I'm so tired and I'm Mm -hmm. so 
you know, I'm, I'm like hitting a wall and he's like, go for a walk. It's 70 degrees outside. It's sunny. Like go for a walk in the park. It and can it was, wait. <laughs> it was great. I was yeah. like, oh, what a great idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, so sometimes I think those, uh, those small things, um, that, uh, those, those things can add up and, and create, um, a, a a larger framework for happiness. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that you can do. Absolutely apply them. And then you'll, you'll, you'll be able to spend that a little bit of that mental energy and space on coming up with what, what the next lily pad is for you. If, if it's a new hobby or a new career mm-hmm. um, and, and just to, just to be open to new possibilities is really important. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kelsey. It was wonderful to see you again. And I hope someday we'll be able to meet up again in person. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, yeah we're but, only like one state-ish away. <laughs> yeah, really. Definitely. So, but thank you. It was really nice to connect with you. And I wish you the best of luck. You are the first of one of my friends from my undergrad to be a CEO of a company. So I congratulate you. It is amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for um, creating this space for, Mm -hmm. um, for having these discussions. Cause I think this is really important. It's uh, you know, you have to have the people um, that are, are working um, kind of on the boots on the ground method Mm -hmm. of, of working on this transition, but you also need to be creating the spaces for, for those of us to connect and to um, share our struggles and successes together in a really supportive way. Absolutely. So thank you for, for working on EGOs. This is fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you. And I would love to get together with you again and do a follow-up podcast, maybe on your two-year anniversary. And see oh, where you're at. Year. We'll <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.